Hey friends, it's Carissa, the UFCVM communications intern and pre-vet student. Today, me and Alex just finished recording the last episode of the season focusing on self-awareness. I'm so excited for you to listen to me and Alex talk about growing in who you are, loving the people around you, and finding ways to take advice from other people and mold it into making you a better person. Thank you for joining us on the season and I'm so excited to share with you guys a little bit about me and a little bit about how to grow. Welcome to the Pre-Vet Podcast. I'm Alex Avellino, your tour guide on the journey to becoming a veterinarian. Listen along as we provide you with tips, tricks, and tales on applying to veterinary school. Welcome back to the Pre-Vet Podcast. I'm Alex Avellino and we are I can't. I'm not even going to do it the normal way, Carissa. I'm going to We are finishing up the Pre-Vet Podcast period. Like the last one. The young people say that, right? Period. Yes, they do. They mm-hmm. this is the literally the last one. I know it, guys. I don't know if you know this listeners, but I have been saying that the podcast was going to end for after season 3, 4, really? and 5. Yes. I kept being like we're done, like we we wrapped it up, we've done everything we can, Aww. which is a good life lesson to everybody that like never say never and wait a minute, there's a lot going on here. And I feel like this is, okay, hold on. I'm facing Carissa now. Okay, okay. Yeah, we're in it. First thing I should say is yes. we are finishing up the season about people skills, personal skills. Carissa, what is this episode even on? This is self-awareness. Self-awareness. Mm-hmm. So Carissa, my fabulous spring intern is here with me. You know her because she's introduced every episode this every season. Every single one. <laughs> so I said to Carissa at the beginning of the season, like, oh, you and I should do an episode together. And then we decided to do self-awareness. And then I come to find out this really will be the last episode because oh, I know I am leaving the University of Florida College of Veterinary Medicine. It's too soon. Is it? <laughs> is seven and a half years too soon, Carissa? Feels lengthy to me. I don't know. Everyone I talk to is like, it won't be the same without Alex. And they're pretty heartbroken. I mean, yeah, it's definitely going to be. It's definitely going to be different, but it's not going to be. That's not a bad thing. You know what I mean? But yeah. but. I think my point here is I've been saying never for so long or I've been saying it's over and then I kept doing it. And I want to yeah. this, this goes along with self-awareness because you, <laughs> we should know ourselves to know, do we really stick to something if we say we're done? True. A lot of us. I'm, hello, relationships. <laughs> you know what I mean? Did that hit too close to home? Relationships <laughs> or um, for me, too, when I graduated with my bachelor's, I said I would never go to school again. And then 10 years later, I decided to get a master's. And you work at a school. I work at a school. <laughs> And so, like, where was the self-awareness there? You know what I mean? But yeah. now self-awareness comes down to, like, reflecting on our behaviors, our patterns, our emotions, and seeing who we are. But my point to you all is really never say never because if you say never and then you're wanting to make that choice later, it's going to make it harder. Every time I picked the podcast back up, I was like, oh, I said I wouldn't do this again. And then I had to, like, go through those emotions. And you killed it. Thank you so much. Have you experienced anything like that where you're like, I'm not going to do blank but then you end up deciding it was the right choice and you do it? Um, I feel like I try not to say no to I was a lot of literally going to say you're yeah. not a you're not a naysayer. I'm definitely not. I'm just a give it a go kind of girl. You are. And we just see what happens with it. Oh, well, and I think I'm glad that you and I are talking about self-awareness cuz I think you have high self-awareness because every time you've told me something about you if I'm like, "Oh, tell me about yourself" or when we talked about this position, you're like, "Here's who I am." And then you followed through with it. Do you think you have high self-awareness? 
I think that self-awareness is a difficult topic for me. Mm. Um, yes, because I think a big part of self-awareness is being aware of who you are, but also listening to the feedback of those around you Preach. and how they see you. And I've had a lot of like sit down moments with my roommates this past year about like me growing and my self-awareness and who I am and having to have intervention from them to grow as a person. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. heavens. Okay, so I want to break some things I know, down. It's like a big statement. Shoot, that's what that was a large. Also, yeah. kudos to you for even saying that statement out loud and feeling comfortable sharing that yeah. with us. So we appreciate it. Someone said to me the other day, and I maybe we mentioned this on the show. Someone said the definition to them of self awareness is my belief in myself and who I am being in line with the feedback I receive from others. That's really good. I thought it was yeah. really helpful. And I'll be frank, audience, I did not look up the actual definition <laughs> of self-awareness, and I want you guys to do that. Um, but Carissa, are you telling me that what the roommates told you is not what you thought about yourself, or is it? So I can be a very spontaneous person, mm -hmm. and I'm sure that you've noticed that, but I just love to do crazy things all the time. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes my roommates have to have sit-downs with me, and they're like, hey, Carissa, like, I don't quite know if this is the goal we're trying to reach or if we're doing this the right way. And there was even times where I had to have intervention with them to just be like, hey, like in a loving way, like maybe let's approach this a different way or maybe things aren't going the way that they should be. And then with their help, I was able to get intervention and actually go to a doctor and see if like what I was living wasn't necessarily the most healthy lifestyle. And I was actually had some stuff going on. And then with the help of the doctor, I was able to see that my hormones weren't in balance. Because, yeah, my roommates were able to be like, this is not normal period swings and hormonal balances. Oh, interesting. And, yeah, and they're like, I really care for you. Like, you shouldn't be this out all the time. Like, it's not okay. Okay. But what my normal is, isn't their normal. Mm -hmm. And so being able to have the outside perspective is like a really great part of self-awareness. Because Ooh. I didn't know yes. that my pain wasn't normal. Okay, what I'm hearing here is there was a part of yourself that was not aware. Yeah. Not that you were in denial. Oh, Absolutely. Right? You were not in denial. Not they in just denial. were like, hey, we want to point something out. Yeah. Okay. So I think that's something that we should think about, folks, is with – and I we, we dove right into this conversation just as a reminder. So people <laughs> are going to be evaluating your self-awareness. And so there can be a lot of things going on there where you might be in denial or you might not be aware. Yes. And it sounds like for this instance, Carissa was not aware of this particular um, time of your life where your yeah. roommates want to be like, hey, we want to point something out here. Let's get yeah. this checked out. The denial piece would be if you were saying, I am 100% healthy in this area. Mm -hmm. And then they had to have a real intervention for oh, you. Oh, yeah. Yes. That would be bad. And okay. not listening to their feedback is part of denial. Like, mm -hmm. how can somebody come up to you and then have the hard conversations with right. you and you push them off? You know oh, you're I mean? not going to grow. No, absolutely not. Now, I will tell you, a piece of self-awareness for me that I tell friends and family historically, and I'm getting a lot better at this because I'm aware. And there because I've acknowledged it. But if someone gives me feedback, my usual reaction is I feel defensive because I'm like, uh-oh, I've done something wrong. My intentions have not been seen mm -hmm. or like I did a project and if they come to critique it, immediately I'm like, oh, shoot, I did this project to get like praise and feedback and be helpful. That's not what I'm receiving. So a lot of times I'll get defensive first, have to step away, reflect, and then I come back. So yeah. I think what you're saying is having folks around us who can give us feedback is so important for self-awareness, yes. but we have to be self-aware about how we receive and accept feedback. It sounds like your roommates know you can receive feedback. 
Yeah, yeah. I'm very much a tell me how it is kind of gal.、Mm-hmm. And so sometimes it's definitely hard to hear things, and I have to like take my space and just internalize everything and like think through it. Because、um, I like to take my space and then come up with the best response, so、mm. that I'm kind of loving the people who are loving on me in return. Right.、Um, and just kind of talking through some things with people is definitely super helpful. But Carissa, why are you like this? Why do you think you are kind of like a like let's try things kind of girl、yeah. uh, and accept the feedback? Like, where did that come from? Have we always been like that? Did it take some growth? Like, how did we get here? Um, definitely my upbringing.、Mm. So my dad worked in ministry my whole life. So kind of in the church, my life was super chaotic because he worked with high schoolers,、mm-hmm. and so you never quite knew what was going to happen in the house. So it was you definitely had to go with the flow, learn how to do things. And then my dad, being the pastor he is, I heard a lot of sermons, and that's just kind of the way that I was like given feedback was、mm. like, we're going to sit down and we're going to have these long conversations, and it's going to be hard, <laughs> and you're going to get through it. Um, and so he was always very like emotionally, at a higher level, like intelligent. Yes, yes, yes. And so he'd always be like, "Let's talk through these feelings. Like, let's have these conversations." Wow, what a gift! Which was insane because usually the moms are like, "Let's have our feelings conversation." Sure,、my、historically, dad, yeah. My dad would sit down and like, "Let's be, let's talk about our feelings right now." Did you when he would have those talks、I、with you?、It. I was gonna say. Oh my gosh, I hated it. When do you think? Do you still hate it now? Um, I think everybody kind of just like, I want to be an independent person. Okay. I don't want my parents tell me what to do. Okay. Um, I don't hate it as much now because I've seen where it's made me grow. A hundred percent. Like there's so many. Well, that's self awareness and maturity. Yes, there's so many things in my life where my dad has like made me do it. Where in the moment I was like, this sucks. Right. Like, I don't want to do this, but now I love it. Like for example, I hope you're gonna tell the basketball story. I'm gonna tell the basketball story. Please, please story. tell it.、Yes. Yeah. So I. I had to play two sports a year because my dad,、um, because he just thought it was wise. Oh, for sure. Teamwork, leadership, personal development. Absolutely,、okay. and he's like, "I became obese. I don't want you to become fat." So two、oh, sports a year. Oh, every year. interesting. That was one of his big reasons. Okay, okay. Because being active nar- now, so、yeah. it's the heart healthy habits. Self awareness、like、on his part to help his kids. Absolutely, and he always did sports.、Mm-hmm. We're kind of athletic, and、mm-hmm. so it's really been great. <laughs> We're kind of athletic. We're kind of, We're kind of a big deal. So self awareness, you know, you're athletic. Yes. Okay. I, and I love doing sports,、yeah. and I love having like the physical aspect. Tech- Kind of take my brain off school, so I had to do two sports a year, and one of the sports I ended up doing was basketball because my dad wanted me to do it, and I hated every second of it.、Um, for four years, I played basketball, and we like come home crying, and I was like, "This sucks! Like I hate doing it."、Um, but it was one of those situations where my dad's like, "You're too good at everything else that you're doing that I need to put you in a situation where you kind of suck、wow. to keep you humble." <laughs> and oh, I know, <laughs> which sucked in the moment. Like being in middle school and high school, it sucked. I'm sorry, the fact that it was four years. But the point is. When he made me play basketball, I was in this uncomfortable situation that I hated.、Mm-hmm. But now I try to put myself in uncomfortable situations to grow. So that's what I first told Alex. We I, I could not. I was shocked <laughs> when we were talking about this internship. She was like, "Yeah, do you want to do this?" And I was like, "Communications, like, girl, like, I love people and I love prevets and I love talking to people and I'm very sciencey, but I don't know if I'm communications oriented." Right. Right.、And、you was, did say that. Yeah. yeah. But I knew. So you had good self awareness about、yeah. yourself, but yeah, you told that story. You、yeah. said that you were just like into growth mindset. Yeah, I was like, I'd love to grow. Like, I'd love to be in this position because every semester I do something that's really hard for me, so、right. I can grow in it. Exactly, and, and that's so what we're doing. That's what I was looking for more than someone who knew what they were doing、yeah. because I'd rather have someone who's just like. I recognize who I am as a human.、Mm-hmm. I have a good attitude. I'm probably never going to tell you no, which is a great, <laughs>、yeah. great thing to have in an intern.、Um, but yeah, you had the self awareness, which told me like I can train her to do whatever because、yes. you've been put in those kinds of situations. What I would be telling everybody right now is just ask yourself: Where have I shown self awareness? 
Where do I need to grow? Yeah. What has the feedback looked like for me? I love it when people give me feedback. I Chrissy, you're so people, crazy. <laughs> I will ask people all the time, like, hey, like, what can I grow on or what can I do? And I even took sticky notes on my wall. This was such a weird moment for me. And I wrote down feedback that people had given me and put the sticky notes on my wall of like like things. And would you like heard. look at it every day and do push-ups and be like, I'm going to change this. Like, I am working on doing push-ups. I'm going to get bigger arms. Um, <laughs> but no, like I wrote these things and my roommate was like kind of concerned that they kind of seemed like negative things that I wanted to work on, but they weren't negative to me. They were just, this is the feedback I'm getting and how can Whoa. I present? Yeah. Wait. That's huge. This keeps yeah. coming up for me. I've heard this in multiple podcasts this week. So I feel like we're right on target with folks are saying an experience can happen to you, but it's how do I interpret that experience, yes. specifically with trauma, yes. where folks who have been through something really hard, let's say, well, we won't name traumatic experiences, but let's say person <laughs> A experiences a similar experience as person B. Mm-hmm. Person A might be like, this has ruined my life. Person B might say, how can I lean into this? What does this teach me? Why did this happen? Let's learn and be fascinated instead of doomsday. We get to decide. Absolutely. But that takes a lot of maturity, self-awareness, personal growth. I will also say I think it's also a privilege to be able to take trauma and look at it from a positive light. A hundred percent. And you can't do it right away. Like when you've no. been through hard things, like there's definitely a time of growth. And like one comment that I've heard, like if you've been through something super hard, once you get to the point where you're not crying when you're telling the story mm. and you can get through telling mm. the story, that's when you're getting to a point of growth. And like then you can learn into that. And like we've, we've all been through. I mean, most of us have been through some pretty hard things. Sure. But we've, we can't have those conversations and we can't share those mm-hmm. things. But once you get to a point where you can and you can share your story, right. and you can talk about what's happened. You can learn so much from it like so much of my childhood has shaped me and everybody else and it's beautiful to look back and be like I am the way I am because of how I handled these situations it is not easy but I do think it's a choice yes it's a choice because what people are doing it anytime I see people doing something I'm like oh if they're doing it then that means it's an option yeah that means it's an option um I know for some folks like the self-awareness right now is probably a little low Probably a little low. And so you might need some people in your life to give you that feedback to help you grow. You might need to go through some hard things. I also want to acknowledge neurodiversity Mm -hmm. and self-awareness. Yeah. Because there are folks who maybe are on um, the autism Asperger spectrum. Mm -hmm. My brother is. Okay. Yeah. There might be folks who are just like neurodivergent in different ways where self-awareness looks different to them. Yes. And some for some people they're hyper self-aware. And for some people they have like lower affect, they're not aware of how others perceive them. They might be missing those social cues, so I recognize that. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people don't care how they're perceived, which ooh, can change their self-awareness. Yes. Oh, oh, yes. oh, so we're talking about people who are just like I don't I don't care. Yeah, they're just like I am who I am, I'm yes. super confident who I am and I don't care how other people perceive me and I'm going to be true to who I am, which mm. can be good or can be bad. Interesting, interesting. You're right. So it's yeah. like it, it, for folks who are listening right now, try to ask yourself which one of these am I? Mm-hmm. Are you too confident in yourself that you're not being aware of how you're one perceived? One might say, Eric but I but I totally get what you're saying that for some people like that we are told don't care what other thing others think about you we're told that all the time and I would challenge I don't think that's a great person I want to work with thank you I want people who do care not to the point where it's it hurts who you are your self-esteem or your productivity if you're a person who cares too much like someone who identifies as a people pleaser and I'm putting air quotes up Mm. I don't love that for you either But we have to have, if we're going to be working with others, there has to be some level, I think, and it sounds like you agree, where we do care how we are perceived by others. Yeah. And that's just being empathetic. That's being a good team player. So I'll use me, for example. I am self-aware that I am loud in the office. (laughs) My music is usually loud. I'm usually like on the speakerphone. I'm a shouter. (laughs) I recognize 
that that is not a great not great for a lot of people in the office. I try to tone it down. But I could be coming and being like, I don't care what they think. Yeah, you're like, I am who I am. Right, this and I'm not going to change. That's yeah. a hostile working environment. Thank you. And I think especially for employees and future vet students, you are being employed by whichever school you go to to be a student there. You have to follow those cultural norms. Yes. I mean, you don't have to, but it, you might not be as successful. You might not be as well liked. And you might not be getting referrals to your veterinary practice That's someday. That's true. Carissa, can we just complain for a minute? Girl, go on. Thank you, thank you. There are some people I know who have no self-awareness. Oh, please. It's like if there's a consensus, and I usually tell my undergrads this, if three people have told you the same feedback, and I'm saying people from different groups, because sometimes there's like hive mind and group think where people get together. Good point. Right. So like there can be like a bully moment where they're like all trashing someone, and I don't like that. But if you have three people who's like a family member, a coworker, and a friend who have given you the same feedback, it probably is true. Yeah. Like that's their their perception of you. And so it, I'll use I terms. That would be their perception of me. So I've I've gotten that I have an RBF from most humans. Have you noticed it? Most. I mean, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean. And it's just my face. And exactly. So, you don't mean anything by it. No, 100% I don't. And But I have to be aware of that and be self-aware. Yes. I'm not trying to look irritated, frustrated. That's just my face. And so I want to take that feedback in and then adjust. I'm not changing me. I'm just aware. I don't want people to think that. So I had to like fix my face. And you just have to be respectful of those around you. So especially in veterinary medicine, emotions are so high no matter what you're doing. They really are. I work at Urgent Vet. And so it's kind of an emergency, but Urgent Vet field, it's a little less than emergency. Mm -hmm. And all of my coworkers are so tense all the time because we're doing so much. So like, Mm. how can I in my shift be like, hey, what do you need? What can I do for you? How can I make your cases go quicker? Like, and then I'm, I love to be everybody's biggest cheerleader. That's one of my goals that I've been working on this past year. So like, how can I give them like little tidbits of like, hey, like you're doing great. Like that was amazing. Mm. Like that was was great like that was a beautiful poke like mm, you did great mm. and I'm so proud of you or just like saying little things yeah like if you're making the whole group better it'll make your day better too oh that's a good point so it's not just yeah but I would also say knowing the group because oh, I bet I hard. have to assume some people don't want a cheerleader in those moments am yeah. I right are there a few maybe who are like oh yeah I need some space I've had some co-workers where they I'm a very I'm a lot and that's okay <laughs> I'm a very happy going energetic person okay. most of the time okay and sometimes it's a lot for some people, especially yeah. when they're down and frustrated yeah. and things aren't going their way. They okay. don't want to hear they're doing good. They just want to get through the day. So then what do you do when you know that? So I've definitely had those conversations with some coworkers and been like, hey, like, am I supporting you or am I not supporting you? Like, is this oh, I you love right? that you do that. I, I do ask people because I'm, I'm, I'm aware that I can be a lot because I've been told. And so I <sighs> want to make sure that I'm loving them in a way that's loving to them, not wow. just loving to me. And that's a great teammate. Yeah. Because you're you're meeting and that's knowing your people. Yes. And so we talked about that in the leadership episode with the army. We talk about knowing your people and what they need. It sounds like Carissa, one is self-aware. And I hate the term a lot because I've also been told I'm a lot. And I don't know about you, but like it hurts my feelings sometimes. Really? It does. Does it not hurt your feelings? No, just because it's kind of funny. Like, have you ever heard the phrase like, oh, well, if I'm a lot, go find something less somewhere else. Yeah, I have heard that. Yeah. I've heard that. Which is funny. But also, I like who I am. And if I didn't want to be who I was, I would change. But I like who I am. Well, and here's what we're literally giving an exact example of what we just talked about, where you've been told you're a lot. Yes. I've been told I'm a lot. I've internalized it negatively. And you've accepted it and become amused with it. I love it. Maybe I'm going to reframe and just lean into it. Like, I mean, I am. I am also (laughs) a lot. I mean, but it's a good time. So 
But if your coworker, if you have the self-awareness to know mm-hmm. that you can be con- perceived as a lot, yeah, and then you're willing to know that and approach someone and say, I know that this can be a lot. Is this supportive to you? Wow. Yeah. What a move. And then be prepared for them to be mad at you or negative and then be like, that's okay. Mm. I just know that they don't want this in this situation, so I will be quieter. I won't cheer them on like I'm cheering right. everybody else right. on. And I'll, like, not be as excited, like, right. outwardly when they're around. But there are 100% folks listening right now being like, Carissa, no, you shouldn't change who you are based on other but people. What would you say? Thing. That's not the same thing because yeah. my whole goal in being a cheerleader is to love on people. And if Thank I'm not you. loving on them with what I'm Thank doing, you. then it's not, you know, like, that's selfish love. Have you heard that the phrase of, okay, so of course you know, do unto others as you yes. would have them do unto you. Yes. You know this from the Bible. Yes. But I think the new thing and probably the more appropriate thing is do unto others as they would want you to do for them. Because what you want might be different than what Stephanie wants. Exactly. We have to find out Stephanie's needs. Do you agree with that? Oh, I definitely agree. I mean, should we just go through? Because I, I think one thing I always make students do when they have interviews, right, is like talk about yourself. Yeah. Give three qualities of who you are. Okay. So I want to hear from you. How would you, how would others, because like we're saying, self-awareness is a big piece, mm-hmm. how others perceive us. How would others describe you in three words? Um, I have gotten energetic a lot lately. At work. I would agree with that. All my new coworkers. I stand that. Um, ener- oh, thank you. That was beautiful terminology. Thank you, you so much. You, I tried to slip it, was, it in I so, I was like, so really smooth. Nice. <laughs> um, I would say energetic, positive, and let's see. I really love people. And so I don't know if loving is the right word or caring, but like how I can. So my biggest thing is how can I love other people? And that's why I want to go into veterinary medicine, not because animals, not because science, because I love people. And Mm -hmm. those are just great aspects. Yeah. One of my favorite Bible verses is Galatians 5, 6. The greatest of these is faith expressing itself through love. Okay. So if you're not loving people, how are you? What are you doing? Like like literally, what are you doing? My reason on this earth is to love people and take care of them. Oh, you know your purpose. Absolutely. Yes. And that's what I've been told. And so like. How am I expressing these in my qualities? So definitely energetic, mm-hmm. definitely positive, and is the word empathetic though? Like, because because to have to me, what you're saying is it's mm-hmm. encompassing everything. You care, you love, yes. and it's all about the other people. Absolutely. Okay. Like, how can I serve them? Yeah, you have a servant's heart. I love serving. Others. Yeah, you you do. You really do. Okay, so we have that self awareness of what others would say, and so then maybe tell me one thing that someone has said where you're like, this is something I want to adjust a little bit. Like, I'm. Or maybe maybe it's not them or you've, you're aware of it. Something yeah. that you're like, this is something I'm aware of that it's time for me to edit. Mm-hmm. I always love growth and that kind of mindset of like finding things that I have. Like I told you, I have sticky notes on my wall. Yeah, you do. You said, do. And I can work on them. And it's just one of those things where like I see them and they don't hurt my feelings. It's just like, oh, I'm aware that I can come off this way. Like I can be loud or I can be a lot or I can be um, – it's just a lot of things. Well, Let's what's see. one that comes to mind that you're working on right now? Yes. So currently. I've currently, like in the past week or so, been told by one of my friends that um, the way that I was loving them was not loving to them. Like I reached out to them and I was like, how can I be a better friend to you? Because I feel like we're pulling apart and I feel like this isn't working out Good well. self-awareness. And so he reached out to me and he was like, well, you coming over and hang out with my friends and hang out with us, like you are just a lot all the time and I'm an introvert and I need my space. So like me realizing that me trying to go out of my way for him is in a way that I'm loving him. And like, I love to just show up at people's house and be like, hey, I have something for you. Yeah, I'm, I'm a lot. I'm fully aware. No, I, I think my face is showing. See, this is interesting because yeah. are you saying that because my face? Yeah, absolutely. No, I'm, I'm just 
so I'm glad we're, we'll take a pause. So I think my what describe what my face looks like right now. You were shocked. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just thinking about everything that you're saying and how it applies to me. And yeah. so I, my face shows shocked, but really it's pensive. Okay. okay, keep going. So I would just show up. He he went to a funeral that day, and so I felt really bad for him. So I showed up with some snacks and, like, a handwritten letter and, like, one of my really big stuffed animals. And I was like, I know it's a very hard time to go through stuff, and you don't need to talk to me. I'm dropping it off. I'm heading to worship night. I hope you have a good night. And he was like, I don't want you coming over because I'm already going through a hard time, and I know you're trying to love on me, but it's not loving to me. Okay. And so – Figuring out, respecting his boundaries yes. is kind of hard for me sometimes because I do you want, want to, to love, you love, love so much. That's interesting. So that's something I'm definitely working on is understanding what people want from me and their boundaries. And I don't want to cross anyone's boundaries. No. But I want to love them. And so having the conversations of like, how can I serve you and what do you want from me? And then the restraint to respect oh, the boundary. it's so hard. Yeah. Because I just want to take care of people. Like I even had a conversation with my roommate today. I was like, hey, I know you have this situation going on. What do you want? What role do you want me to take? Because mm-hmm. I'll take whatever you want from mm-hmm. me and I will do it to the best of my capability. But I think the rules are changing from what you've previously asked me in this conversation mm. and what you want from me. Yeah. So let's have a recheck and let's see where we're going from here. We love a recheck. It's so hard. I want to also offer to everybody the phrase, because like as Chris is talking about going in for rechecks, how can you help your friends? Um, this phrase came to me and I asked you it in the car as we're driving. Mm-hmm. I heard in a podcast, but for folks who are like, I want to be more self-aware, especially with my relationships. If you want to help someone out, you can ask them, what can I do for you? Can I give you support or solutions? Yes. And that really helps those of us who like to fix things. Mm-hmm. Because if we go in being like, okay, I'm going to help them. They might just want to vent and that might yes. just look like support. Or like you and I were talking about an issue you're having and I said support or solutions and you said solutions, mm-hmm. which actually checks out for your self-awareness yeah. <laughs> because you want to grow. Yeah. Most people are like, I just want support. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. But that actually doesn't shock me that you said solutions. Carissa, we've already been talking for 30 minutes and I could oh, keep no. talking to you for another 30 about self-awareness. So let's wrap up some takeaways. Okay, I'm ready. So as you know, right, you're going to be applying to vet school. You're going to be asking folks to write you letters of rec, and you're yes. going to hope that they check off that you have excellent self-awareness. And honestly, based on what you've told me and what I know about you, I don't know how they couldn't check that off. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> but for students listening in, I, here's what I would tell you to do. I would, one, write down, and I had my personal branding students do this last week. Look at you. Thank you. I had them write down their brand. So who they are, like your personality statement, mm-hmm. like who are you? And then I told them text 10 of your friends or family or coworkers and ask them what they think their brand is to see if it lines up. Okay. And you have to ask people who you can trust and who will be honest. And people who know you. Thank you. People who know you and yeah. aren't acting out of their own issues all the time mm-hmm. because you want to use someone who is trusting and trustworthy. Because if you ask it someone who's always negative – what your brand is, they're going to come back with something that might not be true. So good point, Carissa. Yeah. Carissa Parker. Guys, check in with your people. <laughs> but here's what I'm going to challenge all the listeners to do. If we're all in agreement for this episode of the podcast that self-awareness is the alignment of who I think I am and how others perceive me, ask a few others, either text, email, phone calls, who they think you are, if they could describe you in either three words or one sentence and see how much it lines up. I think that would be a great way for y'all to check if you have high self-awareness. Yeah. I recognize that maybe you don't have 10 people you can ask. Go down to whatever number you can. But let's all see if we can start becoming more self-aware, accepting feedback, growth mindset. I will tell you right now, going into my new position. Oh, I know. That's so exciting. Congratulations, by the way. Thank you. 
I want to be hyper self-aware Yes. going into it. And I want to be able then to also tell folks, hey, this is who I am and how I operate. So I'm so glad we just had that moment of my shocked face versus pensive face Mm -hmm. for me to let others know, like, hey, you might see my face doing something that looks negative. It's traditionally just my face. Please don't take (laughs) offense to it. please, Because I get from a lot of people that I'm intimidating, that I'm scary. Oh, yeah. I mean... Yeah. But if they don't know me, right, True. and they only see me in a classroom on like a couple days, they I get I get it because I think it's my face, and I'm also very serious. I can be very serious, and um, I want to say assertive, yes, and truthful. Yeah, I really believe in Brene Brown. Clear is kind. Mm-hmm. I'm not historically defined as nice. You know, that's just not my brand. Okay, so I know that, and so yeah. I want to tell my people like, hey, if you're unsure about my reaction, please feel free to come talk to me. But in general. It's probably I'm just thinking through what you've said. So I really want people to know that. I want to have the self-awareness to know that. This is kind of, I think you can get on board with this. We get so excited about ideas. Yeah. And not everyone can get an idea right away. They need time for buy-in. We need to give so them time to process it. We need to let people do that. I know. But, you know, I think when we think about change yeah. leadership and change uh, management, we have to be willing to meet the people where they're at. Absolutely. And just know not everyone can receive information the same way we do. Mm-hmm. So I want to be really self-aware about that. And I think if I'm going to give one more thing I'm going to be self-aware about, it's going to be that. I, I This is a big one for me. Listen, listen podcast ready. listeners. Oh, I just realized I really haven't used a podcast voice other than the intro on this entire show. But here's what I'm going to tell you. Sometimes people, I'll use I terms. Mm. Sometimes people won't like me because I remind them of something they don't like Ooh. or someone they don't like. Yeah. So growing up in counseling, uh, my godmother would always ask me if something happened, they'd be like, who do they remind you of? If I really didn't like somebody. And it traditionally was like my mom or oh, my no. sister, who I have great relationships with now and we fixed it. But mom, my, actually, my mom, is my mom is listening to this episode probably right now. Aww. Hey, mom. Hey, shout out. Mom. <laughs> shout um, oh, I could start crying. This is the last episode. OK, but anyway, Aww. back to this comment, back to this comment. But just know that most of the time and you guys have heard this. It's really not about you. Yeah. It's about the other person. Mm-hmm. So if someone doesn't like you. It could be you just rub them the wrong way because you remind them of someone else or that you have something they want and they can't get it yet. Yes. Like people might be jealous of your positivity, but you've been through a lot to get there and they don't know that. Self-awareness is a journey. It comes yes. with time, maturity, and growth. Get the feedback. Do my homework assignment. My last homework assignment I'll ever give you guys is to go text 10 people to see if their self-awareness lines up with your self-awareness of yourself. Are you going to do that today, Carissa? Well, you're already doing it. I, don't do it. You're, you're doing it. So many people. You don't need to. Carissa, so this is the last time we're going to do this. What uh-huh. um, What do you want to say to the listeners? Because you're in that pre-vet journey with them. Yeah. Like, you're in the thick of it. So what, what do you want to tell them? So I will say, I know everybody talks about comparing yourself. And a big part of self-awareness is knowing where you're at and where you want to go. Mm. Um, but also knowing who you are and what you can accomplish. Amen. And everybody's goals are different and you don't need to have the same as everybody else. I definitely went through that journey of like, I don't have enough clinical hours, like panic, like I need to get them all because that was the thing that I was most worried about. But now that I'm here and I have a job in a clinic, it's not what I'm worried about anymore. I'm worried about building these habits and having these memories and building these goals and everything that I'm good at before vet school so I can go find my people in vet school and have a good time, you know? I really do. Krista, thanks so much for being on the show. 
Thank you. Thanks for being my intern this semester. We've gotten a lot of great things done. Yes. I'm really excited because you had a very clear insight into the pre-vet journey as a pre-vet. We've had, I've had pre-vet interns and I've had communications interns, but you really are plugged in to what's going on. So I appreciate you. Yeah. Thank you for okay. everything. Loved every minute of it. It's been, it's been a ride. Well, I'm Alex Avellino. We won't talk to you soon. Oh. This is, this is Alex Avellino signing off of the pre-vet podcast. Good luck to all the pre-vets. Like I always try to say, you're going to get to vet school. It's just when and where. I'm Alex Avellino and have a great week. Ugh. Is that this? I'm, have a great life. That's it. I'm Alex Avellino. Have a great life. Hey, this is Carissa, the UFCBM communications intern and pre-vet student. Today, I'm joining Alex and we're talking about self-awareness. It's one of those topics that's very difficult because you're never really sure if you're quite self-aware. It matters for the people who are around you, the people you talk to. Nah, this isn't going to work. I was digging it. No. Did you hate it? I kind of hated it. Okay. So do you want to record it on your own and send? Yeah. That's fine. Yeah, I'll come up with one. I had like a few lines, but it just didn't come out. I was feeling it, but okay. <laughs> yeah.